Welcome back, dear listeners, to another exciting episode of the Student Investor Podcast. I am your host, Ivan Sambo, and today we are going to dive deep into a topic that is often overlooked into the world of investing, and that's the potential of investing in developing countries and buying shares of companies in those regions. As always, guys, a big shout out to our sponsor, Think Market, for making and supporting the show. Think Market, guys, is an authorized FCP and a licensed ODP all trading involve risk guys so to start trading ensure to download the thing trader app which is simple and easy way for you to start trading now guys when we are talking about investing we often think of investing in well established markets like the united states of america or europe but today i want to challenge that mindset and show you guys why it is worth it to consider also investing into emerging market especially market like south africa asia and the rest of south america i know it's very hard to invest in south america in that market it's really very very hard for special for people who are in south africa but before we jump into the reasons behind this or behind why you should consider investing into emerging markets or developing countries let's start countries let's start by first giving you guys some context right and when i say context i'm talking about understanding developing countries as an investment destination for someone who's just starting up on their investment so why should you consider investing in developing countries in the first place well there are several reasons why you should consider them number one high growth potential developing countries offer uh, uh, often uh, guys experience faster economic growth compared to developed nations right because already they are at the bottom they have more room to improve on compared to countries like the united states where majority of innovation has already happened majority of technology has already happened but countries like south africa kenya nigeria brazil chile uruguay uh, 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 the Philippines. Oh, I love the Philippines. Uh, uh, there's still so much room for growth. So there's so much potential for you to see growth in your investments. So they make it a very good lucrative investment destination for you as someone who's trying to create wealth for themselves. Reason number two, guys, is diversification, right? Diversifying your investment portfolio across different regions can reduce the risk that you have, which one market faces a downfall another market may perform well and help you balance your overall returns so that's that's something that is well that you can look into well sometimes at developing nations are often don't even become more close to the trends that are de- followed by developed countries so sometimes if the united states is facing some issues you may find that oh in kenya is not facing the same issue so kenya is protecting your investment and maybe sometimes africa is facing some issue you may find that the united states is not facing those issues so it, it is good for diversify- so diversification because it is allowing you to see a balance on your overall return on your investment the third reason or the third context i want to give you guys is why developing countries are a good investment destination for us is at the undervalue of assets in those countries 
majority of the time developing nations or developing countries uh, 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 you may find out that majority of the assets they have and the stock are still undervalued because the country is still trying to develop and you may have the, 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 the privilege of investing while these assets or the stocks or the company is still undervalued because they have not yet developed to that extent where people see the true value of that specific country I mean country or company in that specific country so those can be hidden so they, they can be hidden gems that can are not yet discovered but are yet to be discovered by the global investors and when that happened you already have an advantage because you invest you invested in those specific countries before anyone even looked into and guys don't forget i will cover how you can invest into those specific nations or specific companies in those specific countries later on so reason contact number four on why you should look into investing in developing countries is a demographic threat right developing countries often guys have younger and growing population so as those population grow and age and become more uh, economically uh, 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 active and start spending money and starting having more demands and services, the trend of resources they need tend to work to the favor of you who invested in an early stage while those populations are still young and they still don't have that much power spending power. And as they grow, they start to have more spending power, start to become more consumer and start consuming more goods and demanding more goods. You already have the advantage that you entered at an early stage in a specific market so now let's look into investment gateway right let's look into south africa as an example of a developing country that can be gateway to investments and most specifically say south africa as an investment gateway to africa so i'm going to make an example by using south africa in this case right so now that we understand the context of why investing in a developing country developing countries can be a beneficiary let's focus on south africa as a gateway to those opportunities right number one south africa as a gateway to investment opportunity by the way Bashali, by the way guys i'm not promoting south africa i'm just using south africa as an example i know we have our love and hate with our own country but i'm just using an example because you all have the context and the understanding of south africa and africa and me using south africa as a gateway to investing in africa i'm trying to make you guys understand the potential that investing in developing countries can have but don't fight me saying sir ivan is promoting ramaposa is gonna me no i'm just using south africa as an example because you all have the understanding of this beautiful country that we sometimes love and hate so number one let's look into acts um into access to africa's market right south africa serves as the hub for investment in the african continent by investing in south african companies you are gaining exposure into various african markets and african markets with each own unique growth right and we can see this for example when you use mtn mtn is a south african based company listed in the gse but it operates throughout the african market and sometimes it will be hard for you to go go 
for example and invest in uganda invest in nigeria invest in the specific country but when you invest into mtn operate throughout africa and you are investing in mtn in south africa you are getting exposure into the african market because indirectly or directly mtn is in africa so when you buy shares of mtn in south africa you are getting exposure into africa as well same with standard bank for example right when you buy shares or trade shares of standard bank you must be aware that standard bank is also in africa there's some elements of standard bank in the african market so sometimes when you want to develop into the up-and-coming nations the up-and-coming developing countries you cannot be able to go directly into those countries but we find out okay in africa the east south africa south africa is this company that operates in throughout this market let me buy shares of it and some say, okay, I want to go to South America, but I cannot go to directly to the Brazilian stock market. But there is one, two, three, one, two, three companies are listed in South Africa, but operate there. There are companies that are listed in the United States, but operate there. So sometimes you need to get which one is the gateway to a specific nation, right? And here, in terms of Africa, South Africa is the gateway to Africa, right? Number two, let's look in the robust financial sector, right? South Africa is a well-structured, well-developed financial sector with a strong regulatory framework. This stabilize, stability provides a secure investment uh, environment for investors. So when you are looking into investing into specific uh developing markets you need to look which one has a robust financial sector as well because as much as you need to be in a, a, a specific developing country you must look in for example for example in africa it's south africa has a robust financial sector which is more secured right and more stable so you also need to look into that when you are going to any specific market and instead of going direct to a specific country look into that region which country in that region has the most robust uh, financial sector which is stable and secure and use that country as a gateway to that entire region right that helps you to ensure you limit your risk and you're able to grow much more faster right and guys do remember that Ding trader app itself has a lot of companies throughout the world that you may study and use them as an example to invest into different regions right so do ensure as well guys you download the Ding trader app if you want to invest into specific companies throughout the globe now let's look into the third factor that i want to use in terms of talking about gateways and using south africa as an example of gateway to enter into developing regions right i think as well you must look into is the diverse investment opportunities that come or option that comes with a specific gateway you want to use when i talk about gateway i did i not did i give the definition when i talk about gateway i'm talking about a country that you can use to enter a region i said here for example in south africa in africa we're using south africa as an example of a gateway to enter the african market because when you buy shares of companies that are listed in the gse but operate in africa you are getting exposure into the african development developing market if that makes sense i hope that makes sense because my mind makes sense so the third factor that we can look into in terms of gateways is the diverse investment option right south africa is an example offers a wide range of investment opportunities from stocks to bonds to retail investment and infrastructure project you also need to look into that as well because you cannot you cannot invest into a developing country that does not have the diverse investment opportunities for you at the same time it does not have the broader product that you need because you need to be in a country and be diversified in that country even if they're using a country as 
a gateway to invest into the region itself you must have opportunities for more investment assets and number three as well number four or so the last thing before we continue talking about uh uh uh, uh gateway to specific regions you need to look at some you need to look at it does that region i'm picking have strong companies right for example when you talk about africa as a region and you talk about south africa as a gateway to africa south africa has strong companies some of the strongest leading companies and who are global players and also a a, a player in the african continent in the industry such as mining finance te- techno uh, technology a uh, telecommunication and by investing in those companies you can tap into their continental growth in the african continent so you must look at are those companies strong in that country they are in and are they strong in the region that they operate in before we continue guys just a reminder to download the think trader app for all your trading and investment needs guys don't remember it's available on google play store as well as the apple app store so now let's go into the third segment of our podcast today which is the risk and challenges that comes with investing to developing countries right you know me guys oh i don't like to also only just talk about the good things there are challenges that some of the developing countries are facing and they are huge challenges right and of course it is it is essential to acknowledge the potential risk and challenges when it comes to investing in developing countries right number one the biggest of them all when it comes to investment challenges is political and economic instabilities let's continue with south africa as an example we have a greed issues escom is nearly going to collapse uh, we have infrastructure issue we have political interference into companies operation in terms of tenders and uh, corruption so some developing countries may face political and economic instability which can offer your in we can often affect your investment and it's crucial to stay informed about the political climate of a specific region and that specific country you want to invest into so i will not sweet coat things it's the reality and the second thing that you need to be aware of before you go to a, a what do you call this thing a a a a a a a, a, pol- a, a developing country and you'll say devel- a political developing country i mean a developing country to invest into you must look at the currency fluctuations as well exchange rate fluctuation can impact your returns when it comes to international uh, investing into international developing countries Current currency risk guys and currency risk management is essential when it comes to in managing your global portfolio and the country you are investing into. Because you must look into that. If you are taking your money and put them in a country that is current, is not stable, you will cry tears. As the lady from that uh, video on Twitter says, oh, 10 past 4 in the hour. So you need to be aware of that. And the third thing that you need to be aware of as well before you go to any specific country to invest into or invest into a company because it's operating in a specific country, you need to know regulatory changes as well. But some countries will change their policies and change their effects. For example, let's look at Uganda and multi choice. There was a regulatory change, multi choice decided to leave Uganda. Let's say you invest in multi choice because you love how they are diversified in Africa. Now that is going to impact your what do you call this thing? Your 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 investment. It's something that you need to be aware of. So it's something that you need to be aware of. And the last thing, the last tip, uh, things you need to be aware of is terms of how you get started. 
so if you are inter inter like trying to understand how do i get into developing countries how do you uh, 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 uh ch try to see the issues relating to that some brokers out there like big markets offer companies throughout the entire world some uh, and you some of them operate throughout the african continent so it'd be good for you to look into companies that are listed in one gateway country and use that as a gateway to enter that specific market uh, sometimes you will need to be get a broker in a specific country but sometimes you can use a broker that exists in your country that has companies that are, at, are operating in a specific market right so as always guys you have there are there, there, there are four things that you need to be aware when you start uh, invest in those countries do your own research diversify your portfolio consult with people or ad an advisor if you're not doing well what you're doing and stay informed about the specific market you're investing into so guys uh, thank you for joining me today on this short podcast where I just give you guys an idea of what, how you can enter or what must you do when you decide to go into investing, into developing markets in the African continent, South American continent, or even Europe. And as always, guys, do ensure that you stay learner. Do ensure that you understand the market you will go into. Do your own research and understand that investing is a long-term uh, goal. It's not for short-term, but the potential return can be significant as always i encourage you guys to continue your financial education and make informed decisions if you have any questions or topics that you would like me to cover in the future in future episode please reach out to me on my social media or through the podcast website until next time guys stay safe and don't forget this this episode was, pro, was, was truly proud it was oh, english is running away guys it was uh, pro, uh proudly brought to you by ding trader app which is under the market do you to download the thing trader app guys if you're interested in uh, learning how to trade for yourself it's available on google podcast at google uh, app store as well as the apple apps uh, app store guys as always stay safe until next time